Welcome back to Reviews by Jeff here on CKCC Radio. It's the first podcast of 2022, and I decided, just like Marty McFly, I was going to go back in time. Because every podcast that I've done for this uh, podcast had been a new movie, either new to a streaming device or new in theaters. But no, I decided I was going to take a step back And even though I did a Back to the Future reference, no, I am not doing a Back to the Future review, though that is definitely going to happen at one point. No, I decided I would take a look back at an awesome movie from 1994 called The Mask. Now, let's think about it first. When this movie came out, no one really knew who Jim Carrey was. Yes, he was already on In Living Color by that point. By the time he was filming this movie, Ace Ventura had not come out yet. Dumb and Dumber had not come out yet. I don't think an actor has ever had a more successful year than Jim Carrey did in 1994. Because he was on TV, and those three movies came out. And honestly, it does not get better than that. So let's take a look at The Mask which was released on July 29th, 1994, with an estimated budget of $23 million. It made $23 million in its opening weekend just in the United States alone. By the time it was done in the theaters, it had made about $119 million, which, for the time, was pretty phenomenal. And that's just in the U.S. and Canada alone. You add in the rest of Worldwide, it made it approximately $351 million. Not bad for a comedy, because even back then, movies like comedy movies did not break the bank. But this movie did, because of just being an awesome movie. And it still holds up today. It is still funny. It is so quotable. It has such an amazing cast in it. Yes, we talked about Jim Carrey, of course. The uh, film debut of Cameron Diaz, who was the hottest thing at one point, both literally and figuratively. How you doing? Add in Peter Riegert, Peter Green, Amy Yazbeck, who really should have been a lot bigger than she was. It doesn't help that uh, her husband at the time was a guy by the name of John Ritter. Rest in peace. Such a great guy there. But to me, I mean, I can't say that to me the star of the movie is so-and-so because obviously it's Jim Carrey. But I absolutely love the performance of Richard Jenny as... Stanley Ipkiss's best friend, if you can call him that. I mean, he's kind of smarmy. He is kind of selfish. But he is still Stanley's best friend, so I will give him that. Of course, you have Jim Carrey as Stanley Ipkiss, the lovable loser who just can't get anything right. He works at the bank for Irv. Irv is not a nice person. And 
Then he goes to meet Charlie at a club. Charlie gets in. Stanley does not. His broken down car just kind of stalls, so he decides to walk. And as he's crossing a bridge, he happens to see what he thinks is a body floating in the water. And he goes to help, because that's exactly who Stanley Ipkiss is. Only it's not a body, it's a mask. He brings the mask home, and just for whatever reason, puts it on and becomes a whole new person. All the esteem that he wishes he had as Stanley Ipkiss comes out, and he's just... Jim Carrey at his Jim Carreyest in this movie. Um, nothing against Ace Ventura or Lloyd Christmas or his other great roles. This is where he gets to shine as a physical comedian. It is absolutely hysterical seeing the things that he does. I mean, is the movie flawless? No, of course not. There's there's going to be issues in pretty much every movie, you know. This movie is only as big as Stanley's imagination as far as what he can manipulate in his pockets. And, you know, that's... And, of course, that's no fault of his. Um, but absolutely love this movie. I had not seen it in, I want to say, ten years. And I wanted to do a podcast and I wanted to do something more familiar, not something that, you know, like I said, just came out. So I was flipping, trying to find something that was streaming. This movie is available on HBO Max right now. So if you have HBO Max and you are looking for something to do, especially if you are in the Northeast where we are about to be, well, in the immortal words of the band Onyx, we are about to be slammed by a huge snowstorm. So if you're looking for something to do this weekend, why not pop on the mask? It is, like I said, I still enjoy this movie. There was nobody more in demand than Jim Carrey. And this is the movie, I think, that really pushed him towards superstardom. Again, nothing against his other movies. I just think that this and this alone allowed him to shine as a star. And we got to see how great of a physical comedian he can be. And just how funny he was. Because again, he was on In Living Color at the time. If you get a chance to see In Living Color, I know it's, you know... I don't know that it's streaming anywhere. If it is, I highly recommend it. Where he, he wasn't even Jim Carrey. He was James Carey. And he had some of... Some of his characters were the most outstanding on that TV show. Farm Marshal Bill? Let me show you something. You know, Venus DeMilo... No, sorry, Vera DeMilo. Just, he was so hysterical in the 90s. And, you know, even today... Check out Sonic. He is still just as funny 30 years later. You don't get to say that too often that, you know... Because you, you look at a guy like Mike Myers. When was the last quality Mike Myers movie? Now, again, 
you know, other than Bohemian Rhapsody, which he's in one scene for, and I'm convinced he's only in that scene for one single line of no teenager is going to headbang in their car to this song. Because, you know. But you don't see comedians last this long, and yeah, he's not always been a hit. There has been some poorly received Jim Carrey movies, but I also look at how he's stepped out of his comfort zone. He's done horror. He's done drama. He's done things that are really, you know, can't really be defined as one genre of movies. But in the 90s, he was the biggest thing there was. And there's a reason for that. He was the first actor to get $10 million for a movie for a reason. Plus, he helped, you know, save on budget because he did things with his body that most people can't do that they would have needed to do some CGI stuff with, again, in the 90s. CGI is not what it is today, so... Um, again, absolutely love this movie. So many great things to talk about. The movie itself is relatively short. Um, hour 41 minutes, which definitely helps. Um, IMDb rating of 6.9 out of 10, which is, again, what I would give it. 7. I'd give it a solid 7. One of the other things that I love about this movie, and it is almost immediate when the movie starts, is the soundtrack. Because there was a time, boys and girls, where if you loved the movies, you know, the music from a movie, you'd buy the soundtrack. Like, you don't do that these days because of all the streaming and stuff like that. But some of the soundtrack on this, some of the music on this soundtrack helped bring, again, the swing genre back. You know, yes, Swingers was there, and that definitely did it, and that's another one that will definitely be reviewed at some point. But the soundtrack to this from, of course, Cuban Pete. That's all I have to say is the words Cuban Pete. Harry Connick Jr.'s I Can Only Whisper Your Name. Hey Pachuco from the Royal Crown Review. Heidi Ho. Straight up from Brian Setzer Orchestra. I mean... So many great songs in this movie. You know, don't want to use the cliche term, but it's almost worth the price of admission. Just some of the great music in it as well. So, funny movie. Definitely worth a watch. Like I said, it is streaming on HBO Max right now. Take a time. Take a step back in time. And just... Let go for a while, because this movie will not make you think, and that's okay. It you know it's okay to just relax for an hour and forty one minutes and just have a good time. And this movie is perfect for that. So that's gonna wrap up this episode of reviews by Jeff. Like I said in the. Uh, the preview episode for my three podcasts, I do want to do roughly 20 to 30 podcasts in 2022 for this. It's a whole lot of movies to watch, and I'm okay with that. So it's going to be a mix of current movies, 
new movies to streaming, and classic movies that I just want to talk about, like The Mask. So thank you for tuning into this episode. And uh, if you are in the Northeast, please stay warm, please stay safe, and uh, have a good one, everyone. Take it easy.